Welcome to the Fans of Fitness Podcast, a voice for fitness, health, and wellness professionals. The National Personal Training Institute of Arizona. Legit instructors teaching you. No, enough of those bad reps. The good quality trainers that come out of the school. Let's get into it. All right, Janice, good to see you. Welcome to the Fans of Fitness Podcast. How are you? I feel good. How do you feel? I feel great. Josh? Feel good. Good. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in. Um, just saw you a couple days ago, or was it? Yeah, two days ago. Thursday, Wednesday. I saw you yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I saw you yesterday yeah. and then you on Tuesday. Wednesday. Today's Friday. Today's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's great to have you in. Um, I, I've learned a little bit about you in the last uh, nine, nine or so weeks that you've been in class now, um, and you have some story. Uh, what I'd like to know is how did you get started into the fitness industry? Where did that begin? I know you played a lot of sports growing up, uh, high school. Did you uh, do any college at all? Some. Some? Some college, yeah. That I need to finish, though. Oh, yeah. Well. With where I want to take Yeah. This. What but, kind of sports did you play in college? I didn't play college. Oh, I played in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. What did you play in high school? I uh, played basketball, track, wrestling, cross country, softball, Cheer team as the mascot. <laughs> That's right. You were a bird of some sort, right? An eagle. Eagle. A big eagle. eagle. Yeah. I would go and I would lay eggs. <laughs> what high school? Eagle Rock. Shout out to Eagle Rock. <laughs> Is that California? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what part of California are you from? Los Angeles. Okay. The busiest part of California. <laughs> the most densely populated part. Like yep. the ghetto. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I haven't been to uh, California in a long time. I think I drove by L.A. once on the freeway, and it took like two days, it felt like, to get by L.A. I think it's been a couple of years since we've been to California now. Well, yeah. no, it's been longer than that because it's before the pandemic. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... That's so, a while then. So 16, how did, I think. 2016, maybe. Something like that. Okay, it's been a minute. Yeah. So how did you get into fitness? Ooh. So I feel like I've had different phases of my fitness journey um i would say it started with sports though and luckily my mom put me in sports so i'm grateful for her for that um but i would say i continued with sports because it was like an escape from home and uh, yeah that's that's what got me into it what was your favorite sport Ooh, basketball. Basketball. Yeah, because of my coach. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a really good guy. Really like uh, Coach Carter, the movie. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had that kind of mentality, just like really hardcore. Good. Like he actually pushes athletes. Yeah. And I found out recently <laughs> that, I don't know if I should be saying, saying this, but that he was fired. Um, but I think that's because of how society is now and maybe like the parents didn't oh, like how he would actually like he, push the athletes. He was you know too I mean? tough. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't say his name, so. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But who knows? <laughs> I guess the high, um, maybe the high school, you said the high school name. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. so he's like, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So um, you, you played a bunch of sports, but how did you get into to bodybuilding? So I know you've competed a few times. You were, you did wellness, right? Mm-hmm. And can, what is, What's the, the order in bodybuilding? So I know you've got bikini, then wellness, and then after that is 
Is that physique after that? or Honestly, if it's not something that I have to pay attention to, then I, then I won't. <laughs> okay. So I know it's bikini, wellness, figure, and oh, then figure. after that, I don't know what what happens because i'll never i'll never dabble in that okay. realm it's a little too excessive for me yeah yeah me too <laughs> um so how did you how did that all start so you, i know that at some point you had to have gone i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go and compete and and all that how did that happen and what's, that w- the, what's the story yeah that was during the pandemic actually oh, it was yeah so it was end of what like toward the end of 2019 right that's when Stuff started hitting the fan. Well, the beginning of 2020 is when it really yeah, started. Yeah, so end of 2019. March 16th is whenever really everything started. Right. So. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was laid off too. And uh, I was always interested in bodybuilding, but I honestly never thought that I could step on stage and uh, perform like that and feel comfortable and relaxed enough to be like oh look at me and feel comfortable with people looking at me right yeah. um but i think that that's something that i knew i would have to overcome at some point in time and i was doing nothing during covid so i figured why not why not face my fear now yeah that's my biggest fear that's so i could never do it. i've never actually thought about it one time and i think it's basically because of what you just said overcoming those fears of going up on stage and having everybody judge you uh-huh. It's literally what they're literally judging what you look like. Right. Uh-huh. right. Yeah. And, and it's so subjective, too. Mm-hmm. In, in, mm-hmm. in my in my from all I know, which isn't much about the sport, but how many judges do you usually have? Um, Like eight or something. It's, a, it's about eight. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's that many. OK, so everybody has their own different different opinions. And to me, it seems like it's like judging a fight. <clears throat> yeah. You know. This person threw more punches, or this person got knocked down, or this person right. didn't put much effort into it. Mm-hmm. What are they looking at? Are they looking like like uh, symmetry and and obviously posing, which is a huge part of that. Posing, symmetry, uh, the mass of your muscle, depending on what division you're in. At the end of the day, it's a beauty pageant as well. So if you look, if your if your physique looks as good as your opponent, and I would say if one of if one of you guys doesn't look as aesthetically pleasing in the face, then like the the one that does is gonna win. Wow. Yeah. Just being, and then they look just at being really honest about what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to know the definition. <laughs> you know, yeah. How defined are their muscles and right. stuff like that? And you that's the reason why they they all tan beforehand. So. Well, it's also political. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be. But it, it shouldn't is. be, but it is. <laughs> that's why. I've, that's why lately I've been wondering if I want to continue with it. But I do really want my pro card. Should be judges that know none of you at all. Of course, then they don't really know fitness. <laughs> yeah, th- I think they're going to hear about contestants, right? Regardless of if yeah. they're new or not. If you're just in the industry, you're going to hear about you know some of the contestants that are up there and, and right. maybe hear about their background and where they've been, other other competitions that they've done and whatnot. But yeah, I think it's it's kind of I could never do it. Never ever ever do that. Maybe they I, could I maybe they could have everybody come out with a box over their head or something. <laughs> so you so you That's don't know a bad idea. So you don't know who anybody is and you're right. like, uh, I'm not sure which one's which, you yeah. know. I'm gonna vote for four. For get it right. Yeah. And not knowing who that person is. So. Yeah. So what's it like uh prepping for that? 
Um, wait, can we go back to that yeah. same like area that we were just in? Um, you said that you wouldn't. No. Ever. No. Is it just because of that fear of getting looked at, or it's just not, or the the dedication to it? I think it's everything. The dedication, uh, for sure. Like I, I don't, I don't have time to, to do. It takes a lot of work to to be in the gym. I'm already in the gym a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> as mm-hmm. it is, but not working out typically, teaching. <laughs> but sometimes in the gym, it's just a lot of dedication. That I don't think I have time to do. Well, it's like a different type of dedication too. Like, is it worth the dedication? Yeah. To like, that's a good question. I to like ask. food. I don't want to ever go. You know, I probably shouldn't have that because it's yeah. never been something <laughs> that I've ever thought of. I, I just typically eat when I want to and try to make good choices. But in, in this in this sport, it's like there, there's your friend in class, Gracie. She mm-hmm. is like counting every calorie, and she has no energy. Poor, poor little thing. I know, and I'm like that. I could that's I couldn't do that. Yeah, I could not do that. So for me, well, yeah, if, it's a never. For me, it wouldn't be so bad if the guys could wear. A little bit more shorts or something. Like, <laughs> well, like there is shorts. that one. Yeah, it's it's uh, what's that called for for, for guys that wear board you, shorts? You don't want to wear speedos, Josh. <sighs> I don't want to look at my own ass, much less <laughs> looking at other guys like standing beside me. Like, no. Yeah, me neither. That's a hard no, hard pass. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what going back to like, how does when when you decided you were gonna do your first competition? What did you do to get to that point to get up on stage? What's that look like? There's the diet plan. There's the cardio. uh, The time that it takes from your day. uh, The emotional distress. And depending on what level you want to get to, there's also PEDS involved, which, which my... This was my my first show, my first coach ever. I had no idea like what bodybuilding entailed. I also didn't do my own research, so that's my fault there, but I also didn't know any better. I would expect the person who first coached me to guide me in the right direction, and they probably didn't do the very best job with that. Um, <clears throat> but with the intent of winning, I would say that he did do a good job with, in that sense. But, yeah, there's heads involved if you want to get to that next level yeah so is there there is like natural and then there's not right so is it pretty much already assumed if it's not if the the word natural is not in front of natural whatever competition is it is it fair to just assume that most people are on peds of some sort but is it is it fair to assume that most people are yeah 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 the the elite level but also you could still be an amateur like i see like you see so many people who women in particular who are still like trying so hard to uh get their title mm-hmm. and you see the viralization that is going on and it's like it you get so obsessed i feel like you get obsessed and lost in the glory of being the winner and you know what i mean i i don't know that's personally what it seems like because I know I, I myself got lost in that, but then I had to pull myself back. Mm-hmm. Did you see that girl that just passed away? The no. 33-year-old? No. She's uh, from Brazil, I think. Let me find your information real quick. She a bodybuilder? Yeah. She was a influencer and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I did. I did. Yesterday I saw something uh, on one of the news stations. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look into it, though. Yeah, it was said she was an influencer, as I recall. I don't know if she did bodybuilding or not. Yeah, she um, 
I have to find her name. You guys can keep talking. I'll, I'll find her name. I don't remember what her name was, but yeah. I'll look it up. I feel like a lot of bodybuilders do leave that part out, though, and they do become fitness influencers, and they're saying, hey, do what I did. All you got to do is work hard, which I'm not taking that away. Like, I'm not doing this discredit even myself because I do put in a lot of work. Right. Um, but with the peds being a variable, like who knows what I would look like without it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know naturally I have good genetics, but still to try to sell yourself as someone who's just putting in the work ethic without including the extra variable in the equation, then you're kind of yeah. not telling the whole truth. Larissa Borges. 30, okay. 33 years old, double cardiac arrest. Influencers, that is, uh, I think a lot of people give too much homage to um, influencers because they look a certain way and they're like, well, if that person looks a certain way because of what they're doing, then maybe I should do what they're doing. And mm-hmm. a lot of influencers, like you were saying, if you want to look this way or you want to lose body fat or whatever, mm-hmm. I've got a program for you. But what people don't know is the way the reason why you got there a big reason why you got there is because you were taking peds mm-hmm. and uh most influencers aren't gonna aren't gonna say that they're not gonna come clean and say i got here because of help what they're gonna say is i got here because of hard work mm-hmm. even though i think that stigma uh, is is not as bad as it used to be 10 20 years ago with steroids it's not the same now it's you know we've got trt everywhere you look there's there's a right. men's men's health doctors prescribing trt which i think is awesome uh, I think uh, just based on our environment, the toxins we're around and, and our jobs, you know, it just drives down men's testosterone. And, and right. we, we need that to keep going, you know. And so I, I'm, I'm happy that people are starting to, to realize that that is a main, that's a huge issue in their health. So getting your blood work done and see where you're at and then getting that fixed without, uh, you know, going crazy like bodybuilding levels. You know, it's, it's very low dose. And uh, most of this is monitored by doctors. You know, you go back in for regular blood work to see where your levels are at. That's all awesome. But then there's the other side of that where people abuse it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's easy to do. I think you, you touched on it a little bit. Um, for those that, that have dabbled, you, you, you see change. You, you feel better. Your, your work in the gym is paying off a little bit quicker than it normally would. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really easy for people to fall into that trap of just keep going more and more and more. You know, it's got to be better. I'm here. How much better can I be? Let's 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 dabble in trend, or <laughs> let's go into some other hardcore po- uh, compounds to add to your base layer of testosterone. Mm-hmm. So I I know people that have that are still going hard, hard in the paint with that, and um, you know, it shows. And, I saw and it starts to to mess with you men- mentally as well. I saw a guy the other day that had a shirt on that said "Not Natty." <laughs> and it you could barely read not natty yeah. because the shirt was so tight and his muscles were so big that it was hard to read the letters like yeah, the letters were warped. caved in and stuff yeah yeah so like yep oh. not natty for sure yeah. <laughs> there's also the validation that you get from it too like the social validation mm-hmm. of look at my results yeah like mm-hmm. you're one of us yeah, and I think that's where you get lost because you start to take outside validation and make that more valuable in your mind than your own validation. And I think that's where women forget, like, oh, no, like, my jaw is, like, looking different. Right. But I'm not even going to take the me time to 
notice that because I'm getting this validation from other sources. More likes on Instagram and more comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bigger and yeah, more defined they get. Yeah. yeah. Well, on Instagram, it's just a popularity show. I right. Mean, a lot of it is, you know, how you look. And there would be the validation like, oh, you're killing it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you're killing yourself. Mm-hmm. And but that's controlling the world right now. <laughs> I know. And that's yeah. what I was looking at, like, uh, when I was talking to Gracie one day about her Instagram and stuff. It seems like she doesn't focus on that. It seems like it, maybe at one time she did, but now it's like more of like she just does whatever and she doesn't mm-hmm. care about what people comment and what people say or anything like that. So, which is what everybody should do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not worry. If you want to post, that's fine, but don't worry about what anybody says or, yeah, you know. Yeah, there's a famous podcaster who says he posts and ghosts. Yep. Just posts and then don't even look because. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you gotta have you have to have a thick skin to to put yourself out there because you will have negativity in your life. No matter oh, yeah. no matter what, if you're doing something great, you know, if you're out there um, gardening and teaching people how to <laughs> to, to garden, <laughs> yeah, and, it doesn't and, matter and what you grow doing. their own food, yep. you're gonna get negativity. You're out mm-hmm. there, you know, talking about health and wellness, and somebody's gonna say, "No, that's wrong." What you're saying. Yep. There's so much gray area. Even though you might be right, that person in their mind is no, you're wrong, mm-hmm. and they'll make sure you know that, and then your audience sees that as well. So that just comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a. I, I don't really like social media because I have had negative comments. You know, being in the industry that I'm in, and in the beginning they did bother me. But I'm like, where's this person getting this, their information at? Did somebody mm-hmm. did their did their auto mechanic just tell them something about squats that you shouldn't be doing squats? Right. I thought I had a client back when I when I worked in Portland as an independent trainer. Um, I I've actually talked about him at school. <laughs> mm-hmm. He uh, one day. Uh, came up to me and I'm like, all right, we're going to do uh, back squats today. I'd like you to get over 105 pounds today. We've been stuck at 105 for months. And he's stronger than that. He was just afraid to because he always came in saying, ah, oh, this is tight. This is tight. And I'm like, all right, man, we've been, we've been staying at a lightweight long enough. We need to push. You're used to 105 pounds. And he didn't want to do it. And then the next time he came in, I'm like, hey, man, we got to do, we got to do some squats again. It doesn't have to be barbell back squats. We can do squats with dumbbells kettlebells whatever and then he's like hey yeah uh so my auto mechanic oh, <laughs> told me uh he used to do bodybuilding or something or he did powerlifting. i think it was powerlifting. he told him that back squats and deadlifts are bad for you and, and i'm like what is he again he's an auto mechanic right <laughs> he's an auto mechanic uh i'm a trainer you hide, hired me to train you and make sure that you know i'm having you do the right things this is the right thing to do but you're pushing back because your auto mechanic said that back squats and deads are bad for you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're bad for you if you've got bad form or if you're trying to pull too much weight. You know, if if you're not ready for, for 315, we're not going to do that right or you're now. you're doing it wrong. Yeah, bad yeah. form. So it, it's <laughs> pretty pretty frustrating when you when you hear information from like your mechanic or, or your, uh, I don't know, your hairdresser saying well, something about the industry that you're a professional in. Well, maybe he was a body, or uh, uh, even a personal trainer at one time. Didn't know what he was doing, and that's the reason why he's not a personal trainer anymore. Could be. Maybe mm. it hurt him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it sounds like he's not even doing his own his own research. I feel like if you have a trainer, you should still... I mean, me as a trainer, I want people to do their own research, too. Like, don't yeah. just rely on me, because at some point, like, I'm not going to be there with you with every challenge. Right. So you should be doing your own research. Yeah. You should be doing your own research on that trainer, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what kills me is, you know, uh, in this industry, if you go to, say, a box gym, you, you can't really vet a trainer. They're going to give you one in hopes right. that you are get, that person's going to get, get you to 
you know, the goals that you have in mind. And, uh, you know, there's a huge discrepancy in, in education out there. So that, yeah, that was why, not that wasn't the reason I got fired from my last personal training job, but um, that is something that I knew that I could have done better at is having the knowledge. And that's why MPTI is a <laughs> spot to go to, to expand your knowledge. I agree. I agree. Thanks for the Thank plug. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so getting back to um, your, your, your competition days. So how many did you do? I did one, two, three, three total. Are they all local? Mm, one was here in Phoenix and the last two, well, yeah, one of them was California and then the other one was in Vegas. Ah, cool. Yeah. Love For Vegas. Um, <laughs> how, how did you do? <laughs> How'd you do with um, those? So my first show, I got the overall win, which means that you win in your class and then... Honestly, I'm I'm blanking on what exactly it is. I just was like, oh, I won everything. Cool. <laughs> like, it's all that matters. You get all the swag. Yeah, yeah, Sweet. yeah, yeah. Um, and then I went to nationals after that, and um, I was not ready. I was a pipsqueak in a wellness division, like who just started training for bodybuilding, yeah. and I went straight into nationals. Um, but. Uh, one of the judges had told me to go and looking back, I'm wondering, okay, did you really want me to go? Cause you saw that I was going to like potentially win or was it because of money like that you mm. wanted me to go, you know? Right. Um, but it was good experience, uh, regardless. So I'm glad that I did go and I was just like, mm, all right, let's see what happens. Were you just, uh, you said pips, pipsqueak. So does that mean you were pipsqueak. smaller than, than the rest of them? <laughs> yeah. 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 It was tiny. Mm. Mm -hmm. So the first one you won, not too many people say their first one they win. So That's how many true. how many uh, how many yeah, competitors? Give myself some credit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well deserved. How many people did you compete against in that first one? Um, I don't know. Again, like when I, especially in those moments, I'm like, I'm just focused on myself. Yeah. Because if I am looking at other people, I mean, obviously I did um, see afterward um, and a little bit while I'm there, but I try not to hone into those thoughts because if I do and I'm like oh my god like I look small or I like, don't look as good as that, as that person then that's gonna get to me mentally yeah um so I try not to really look so um I'm gonna give an estimate but I don't know if this, I should even give an estimate maybe like 15 people 15 yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It, I mean even if it's 10 and you came in first place your very first time that's great Mm -hmm. Well, because they cycle them off and through the stage, like on and off through the stage, when you are going for the the overall. Okay, mm -hmm. I've seen some before where they'll like um, they'll rearrange people, like mm -hmm. number whatever, go to the middle, or whoever's in the middle go to the end. Doesn't typically when they call you to the middle, that means it's a good sign. It's a good sign, right? Yeah. If you're if you're called to go left or right a few <laughs> few places, that's a bad sign. Yeah, you want to yeah. you want to be in the middle. <laughs> So, <laughs> so it happened to you, obviously. Mm -hmm. Were you in your mind going, oh, that's good news? Um, or were you just so locked in? Uh, I would say I was just mostly locked in. Uh, but there was, <laughs> I, I remember they, they asked for, um, uh, oh my God, what is it called? When you have to pose to a certain side. I'm forgetting what it's called right now. But um, I... 
<laughs> I turned the other direction. The wrong way. And then, yeah, I went the wrong way. And then I had to do like a whole spin. And I was like, oh, my God, that was so embarrassing. And I had to keep smiling, yeah. acting like, okay, keep your cool. Keep your cool. Like you're still in it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it could be it could be nerve wracking, but also it's like part of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with the posing, you had to, did you have to hire like a posing coach or was that part of what your coach at yeah. that time already did? Yeah, shout out to Tamara Haddad. Um, she yeah, she's an awesome posing coach. Yeah. Uh, actually, I learned through her posing that um, posing is not just posing. Like you really have to make sure that your energy is on point when you're on stage. Like they can feel what you are feeling when you're on that stage. So if you are clearly not exuding confidence, then that's what they're going to feel from you and they don't want the winner to not be confident. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's like not breaking a smile the entire time, right? That <laughs> or just um, like walking in with that winner mentality mm. um, and showing that you are pretty much just um, embodying all the work, all the hard work that you put in to yourself and showing that on stage. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally does. Not necessarily like, oh my God, I'm world domination. Like I am the all superior, but just like, hey, like I deserve to be here. Right. Type of energy. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Uh, so how much practice did you have to do with posing? I see that. Uh, so we're looking. We're located at the Gym Mesa, and they've got the, the posing room there. Then they got that other room that's just full of mirrors. Mm-hmm. And I see people in there posing quite a bit. It's like I'm terrible at dancing. It seems like a dance to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, Wait can I get some water? Thank you. Um, yeah, it's like a dance, but like a very structured dance. Very structured. Like you can't. Um, I mean, you do have to get into the flow of it, but it's very strategic because you're providing an illusion on mm-hmm. stage. Like, let me show you my best angles. Let me, if there's, if I'm weaker in one area, how can I try to hide that weakness and um, show my strengths more than like those those little areas that could probably lose you points? Right. Yeah, so is there like a flow to it? You have to you have to show one part first or highlight that in, in a movement, and then is there like a, an order that um, you have to do, or is it up to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd say you you have your walk, and I have to work on my posing, so I'm like probably not even the best person to be asking <laughs> this stuff to. Like, I really need to work. Gracie would be the best person to yeah. have ask these questions, um, but. Yeah, you just hit your front pose, your side poses, your rear pose, um, depending on your division. But essentially, you're getting the front profile, side profiles, um, and your your back profile uh, to show them like your glutes, your if you're doing figure, your back. I want to venture into figure maybe at some point. Yeah. But naturally, yeah. Hmm. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that either. I don't do any of those poses. Josh, you don't you don't practice posing. <laughs> nope. I look away from the mirror when I right when I get out of the shower. I'm like, nope. Side pose. <laughs> I got to get back yeah. to the gym. <laughs> I try to avoid the mirror all the yeah. it's possible. It's it gets harder and harder, man. Oh yeah. Mm. Older you get, I'll be fifty in just like three weeks. So. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Yep. Whoa. 
you really don't you don't look like you would be 50 but then i don't hang out with a bunch of 50 year olds so maybe i don't know you don't hang out with old bogeys <laughs> but well i do love i do love older people because i feel like they're more mature like the nonsense that comes with being an adult toddler is annoying to deal with right like, uh, adult toddler like i'm gonna use that yeah, yeah. that's pretty good right. quit being an adult toddler i know yeah. a bunch of those yeah 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 my wife would probably call me that <laughs> mine too more than likely yeah i mean i would hope yeah. that you never like lose that playfulness right does do you mm, tell me G- give me some knowledge here fellas <laughs> i'm probably not that playful i'm pretty boring yeah i can see that <laughs> i'm just kidding. you're just very logical like you like think very logically yeah we gotta ask that ashley am i boring ashley <laughs> <laughs> she's like mm-hmm. daughter said, no yeah. <laughs> she's over there controlling the board yeah. being honest with dad yep yeah so uh so you get that first place and then you go to the next one the next one was was that vegas or was that california um that was vegas I just didn't want to burp on the mic. No, it's fine. <laughs> trying to be a lady on camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, earlier, what were we talking about, though? Um, we were talking about uh, people, keyboard warriors, essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys know who Jordan Peterson is? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so, like, imagine being in his position. Oh, yeah, that's... that's even, I mean, Joe Rogan, I mean, any of those guys like that that are outspoken mm-hmm. they just get attacked uh-huh. death threats and everything i mean all kinds of stuff they yeah. have to have really thick skin and not read any of the comments not read yeah. you know well yeah. peterson has some opinions that he's just not going to waver on and, and people don't like the fact that you know he's got his own opinions they don't right. agree with it so they're going to make sure that he knows it which isn't doing anything and, Canada, and canada's going to try to stop him from doing it yeah he has to go to a yeah. social media some sort of um <laughs> Yeah, social media school. Of yeah, some yeah, sort. yeah mm-hmm. to learn how to talk properly on social media. It's interesting uh, times we live in, for sure. Yeah, yeah um, that's where it's taking over. Like, what? Well, Canada has freedom of speech, but not when you're talking about their government. Right. <laughs> yeah. mm, okay. So, well, they don't have a constitution, so they can get around that, I suppose. People I don't like so. people don't like you having an opinion in general yeah. because yeah. they are too afraid to express their own. And that's the bad thing about social media is you want to be yourself, mm-hmm. but if you want a big following <laughs> yes. and you don't want to alienate half of the people that are following you, you can't have an opinion on stuff mm-hmm. because it's so black and white now yep. where it's like 20 years ago, you could say, oh, I like Bill Clinton or I like George mm-hmm. Bush. And everybody's like, okay, okay, whatever. That's your opinion. But now, now whatever that side you like is, is you're, you're just attacked for it. So. Yeah. Yep, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. So now you just can't say anything at all. You're like, I'm not going to make a comment about that and yeah. move on. I make my opinion known on my account. <laughs> it's liberating, right? Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Just be it you. is. It is. Don't be afraid uh, to be you. And a lot of people are, they, like, they don't feel like they can or they feel like if they are, they're going to lose followers or whatever. Uh, if the people in my circle and people on Instagram, wherever, I want those people to, to know who I am. I don't want to be like an influencer. Mm-hmm. That's just not my mentality to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be myself and not try to <coughs> get followers by being somebody else just to get those. But that's out there. 
there's a lot of people that you know on that are influencers once again that have huge followings but what does their lo- life look like behind or not behind the camera you know that it's probably quite different well yeah the, the other side of that is i don't care what your political opinion is i'm not watching you for your political opinion mm-hmm. and you know there's several people that i watch on youtube you know and for years they've not said anything about political stuff at all and then they want to voice their political opinion because they have five million subscribers i unsubscribe i don't care whether they're on my side or on the other side Mm -hmm. i unsubscribe because i'm like that's not why i watch you i watch you because you buy expensive cars i don't watch you because you want to vote for whatever person you're going to vote i'm just it it drives me nuts yeah it's it's i feel like it's hard to navigate um because you have to think okay why what is my intention with using my platform is it to freely express myself or is it to make money which i'm personally having to figure out how to navigate that myself because i have a lot of opinions but i also um want to pursue my passion with personal training so I'm trying to somehow implement my belief into my training, which is essentially that people have the power to change their reality. And we're, there's so much distraction going on right now, and we think that we don't have the power to like control our life and take control of our life. Um, and that's kind of what my personal opinion comes down to but maybe I express it in other ways online. Um, but I'm trying to implement that into my fitness without being too like, this is how you should live your life, you know? But if right. it resonates with you, then... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what I'll say is, look, if you're going to start a... If you already have Instagram or Facebook or whatever platform you're using right now, if you're going to do online training, you, this is a platform that's that's prob- probably very much needed. So you right. need to decide now if you're going to keep what you have or if you're going to make something new. But I would do that today. I would try to make that decision today. That mm-hmm. way you can get ahead of the curve. So once you graduate uh, the school, you've already got some people that are following and watching you and watching your journey. But uh, you, you kind of have to make that decision, which way you're going to go. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do a business page, then make it all about business. If you're going to use what you already have, be yourself. But understand that if you do have opinions, that you're going to lose some people mm-hmm. right, or that are thinking about potentially hi- hiring you. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of employers do this now. You go through an interview. Before you even sit down, they found you on, on social media. What's this person about? Are they going to be trouble? What are their beliefs? Mm. It's the same thing when, when, when somebody's thinking about hiring a coach. Like, does this person believe the way I do? Oh, they don't. Now but, on to the next one. <laughs> you know, this person doesn't like cats. I love cats. Uh-huh. On to the next one. She's not for me. But you also kind of want to know who you're going to be working with. Right. And if you alienate those people you don't want to work with, then you're good because, you know, you're with them for an hour a day or, you know, three hours a week, depending on how how many times you're training them. That's a lot of time. And if they're on the opposite end of the, you know, political spectrum, Mm -hmm. they they may not be somebody that you're comfortable with all the time yeah you, you may not gel with them right and it's important as a coach to you know we talk about who's your perfect client because i, I want to have if i have eight one hour days or eight eight one hour sessions in a day i don't want to i don't want to go there going I, i've got four of these hours that i'm not going to enjoy 
Mm-hmm. I want all eight to be fun. And, and as a coach, you'll eventually get there as an independent. It's not going to happen in a box gym. You're just going to be fed whoever. You know, whoever, uh, if you got availability, you're just going to see, oh, I've got a new client here. And you've got to help them. But that's what we're here to do anyway. I don't care what your beliefs are. I don't care one well, and it, and bit. It could yeah. be, and it could be even like, oh, let's let's pray before we get started with this workout, right? Maybe that's your belief that you, you feel like you need to pray before the workout for safety and everything else, right? Let this be a good workout, you know? keep us safe and not injured and that person's like um i'm atheist i'm not praying with you mm-hmm. and then you're like oh so what do i do do i pray by myself and then you, you know what i mean sure so that's that may be something yeah. that you know the religion side of it so yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. that <laughs> that kind of makes me put things into perspective for myself because i feel like my goal then is just to kind of understand what helps people operate at an optimal level like what joey does i really love what joey does like he he knows that going into meditation before taking them through a workout is going to help them set their intention for the workout yeah so they get the result that they want and they put in the effort that they want right um what was i gonna say uh, uh, like for me when he when I cried in that meditation room, um, and he um, he said, "What's something that you struggle with?" I said something. Um, what did I say? That I I gave I've given up on myself in the past, mm-hmm. and so that's something that like could be used as motivation. And if he said he said if he was training me that if he saw that I was giving up, he would say something like, "Hey, don't give up on yourself. Like, don't abandon yourself." Which is like the, that's like a that's a phenomenal trainer, and that's that's how I want to be too. Is to be able to find what makes people, ooh snap, um, what makes people like click to get them motivated too. Yeah, mm. that's like, what's great about bringing in the guests like that. Yes. Is it gives so much, uh, so much information to you guys yep. on different levels of what different people do and stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's it's that's been the by design from the very beginning, only because of my experience at the, the National Personal Training Institute in Portland. We had tons of field trips. We had lots of guest speakers, and I wouldn't have been, you know, surrounded with those kind of people ever because I wouldn't have looked for them. Like, I'm right. not going to look for somebody who's into Eastern medicine. Native American or any of that, you know, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, it's, it's Postnatal, that, prenatal. Right. <laughs> it's just yeah. not something that I think that I'd be interested in. But because right. that person came and, and talked about Eastern medicine and blew everybody's minds. It's like, okay, now I'm more open to that. Yeah. Or maybe I wouldn't have been. Or you go, yeah, I'm not touching that. Right. Like postnatal, prenatal. Somebody yeah. comes in and says, hey, can you personally train me? I'm pregnant. And I go, I don't nope. know what I'm doing. I don't know, I don't, don't know <laughs> right. anything about that. Yeah. Don't want to know anything about it. Here, go to this person. <laughs> yeah, but I think the fun thing for me is <clears throat> helping people get exposed to, to these certain types of people like Joey from OPTI or <laughs> I just said OPT <laughs> Beyond Fitness, mm-hmm. uh, the field trip we went, went to, um, everybody got to do, like like you were saying, meditation. That's where we started, uh, breath work, and then those who wanted to participate in the contrast therapy did. Um, that was powerful. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite field trips of all time just because it opened up a lot of eyes, and it also helped people with some healing right there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, I saw Mm-hmm. We were going through. I was already crying beforehand. So were I'm you? Put that out there, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> did Travis? Did Travis cry? Because I wasn't there. No. No. Inside, I was. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I held it in. Uh, but I think that, like, that's exactly what fitness is. Though you're dealing with all walks of life, and you guys have done an 
awesome job bringing in all types of people, personalities, energy to the class. Very knowledgeable too. Like they were so insightful. Like I've connected with a lot of the people that you guys brought in. Yeah. And I'm super grateful for that. So thank you guys. Thank you for uh, thank you, trusting yeah. us with your education. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's always something that I'm thinking about is is have I delivered the best I can? And and these these guest speakers like Renee from from Build Body Fitness, she she's a pre postnatal you know specialist. That's not me. I've, mm-hmm. In the past, <laughs> I've taught it. You know, I'm like, okay. Oh, you did? You yeah, I had to. <laughs> I wouldn't take it serious. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you know? How, I can't relate to you. You haven't had any kids, and right. I have, and mm-hmm. you're up there talking like, oh, this is what to expect. Meanwhile, you're probably going, is that right? You know, that's why uh, I'm like, I need to bring somebody in who is a, a professional with pre-postnatal. They, they have been pregnant. They have had kids. They can speak, you know, to the knowledge, and, and they're relatable to people that have had them. Right. That's not me. That's mm-hmm. why she's coming in. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then with, with like Joey, it's the same sort of thing. I'm like, I, I kind of have an, a, an idea of what to expect when we get there. We talked, but I didn't know how powerful it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as we sat down in the meditation room, started doing breath work. I'm like, oh, no, he's doing power breathing. This cracks people. Oh, was that your first time meeting Joey? I talked to him on the phone and emails oh. and texted. But that's the first time I actually met him was okay. when, when oh, we went. Awesome. Yeah. So I... We talked about what we were going to do, mm-hmm. but once we got in there, I'm like, okay, this, I'm looking around the room a little bit, like when we were breathing, I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> and then I heard you, and I'm like, oh, there's one, <laughs> and then uh, there's another, you know, a uh, uh, couple other students, and then the night class, all the ladies in the mm-hmm. night class, because oh, really? we did a, a field trip uh, in the night class, and uh, same thing happened, I'm like, oh, man, but guess what? They're going back. Like, uh, one of one of our students, she's, she's, she's uh, talked to Joey about doing like a women's women's type of um wellness group there yeah so they're doing it mm-hmm. um she's already brought some of her friends there to to uh, you know experience the uh, opt right and so it's that's how it grows that's how this all grows and people get exposed to that sort of thing in-person referrals yeah that too but yeah it's like uh, we went to fit body boot camp on wednesday i didn't plan on working out with you guys but did you work out twice no oh. that that's like i was so dead i had to teach the yeah. night class too and, and i was so dead i was just like guys i'm sorry i already the, the night the, the day class talked me into doing it i was gonna do it with you but gracie's like come on I know. <laughs> I like, fine josh you it. gotta come do a workout so the last time we went there i showed up in blue jeans and my camera so that i would not have to <laughs> yeah and then travis starts taking video like halfway through and i'm like no no Get your ass back over there. I'm, uh-huh. I'm video guy. <laughs> Dang it. Gotta, yeah, I was but I do need to go. I do need you. to go. Bring a pair of shorts yeah. with you. Come on. <laughs> I'm just going to buy you a pair of shorts and put them in my car. There you like, go. No, you're not getting out of this one. Right. Yep. Just like uh, OPT. You're going on the ice. Uh, yeah. 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 Have I you gone on the ice? Nope. No. Oh, what? He's going to, though. You know what? Forget yeah. everything I said. You got to represent, okay? <laughs> represent. I have a hard time. <laughs> I have a hard time with cold water. So, but I, I, I do. I do want to try it. I actually want to try it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you would like it. I have a hard time swimming in a pool when it's 105 degrees outside. Like the water is just, I, I, I can't take that cold water. So. So is it a water-based fear or just? No, it's the just cold, old. It's, cold. it's just it's just being old. Josh uh, just wants to be comfortable all the time. Because uh-huh. I like it, I could <laughs> swim in the creeks. Uh, back in Tennessee when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and there'd be ice on the side of the creeks, Ooh. and it didn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older and living in Phoenix, cold water is just hard for me. Mm. Yeah, you get so, over that fear. Yeah. Yeah. 
now that I've gone that I, that I've been in that water, thirty two degrees, uh, I want to I want to get one at home because just that I only you did three minutes the entire day class did three minutes mm-hmm. and then night class went in there I was the last one to go and everybody else was doing like a minute. One person did three. There's only one person that did three, mm-hmm. but she wasn't coming out. She was having too much fun. She was having. Uh, when she got out, the primal screams, she just let it all out, and I was like, "Whoa!" Ooh. She had some stuff that she just let go. Yeah, because that to her that was a fear. Before we even got in, after we got out of the sauna, uh-huh. she's just like, "I don't know, I don't know about this." She gets in, and then when she got out, it was it was a beautiful thing to see. Me, one minute. I was asking Joey, he was next to me, he's like, breathe. I'm like, I am, man. And he's like, you know, kind of trying to get me to go longer. Uh So I asked him, like, where are we at? He's like, just over a minute. I'm like, all right, I'm out. (laughs) I stood up, I got out. Is that what he wants you to do? It's just a minute? Is that like the minimum? That's a good start for somebody who's never done it before. But the day class, they they killed it. I was shocked. I was like, what? How are you guys staying in here? If I had not had experience with cold plunge before, I don't think I could have stayed in there for that long for my first time for three minutes. Really impressive. Yeah. That uh, a minute I was. Yeah. My mind was okay, <laughs> but my body, like my toes felt like they were going to explode. Yeah. And that's what they, they felt like. And that's my concern. Yeah. Just getting in there and just being like, oh, that hurts. Yeah. It feels nice though. Like you really have to tune into your own nervous system and like reset it yourself with. Have you meditated? Yeah. It's like meditation, just in cold water. Yeah, but I used to like surf in the, you know, the Pacific Ocean down in Baja, Mexico, and that water just feels like nails driving into you, like every inch of your skin. It's like fifties. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like I had on gloves and booties and like a full wetsuit and everything, and I was like. You probably had a dry suit on. I did. <laughs> I didn't have no a, water's I did, touching. No, me. <laughs> I didn't have a. I didn't have a diving suit. I had a surfing suit, but it okay. was still. It was. It was pretty cold. So yeah, I yeah. I had gloves and booties, and mm-hmm. everybody else is like in cut off, you know, shorts with going out there surfing, and I'm like, you guys are nuts. Yeah. And they come out and their skin's all red and everything. And I'm like, and that's the reason why I have a full body suit on. Yeah. <laughs> That yep. cold water you just hurts. You, only you know what you need, so I respect yeah. it. I respect Josh. Yeah, so you don't do well in cold weather then, huh? I used I used to love cold weather. Mm. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I guess <laughs> just getting old and coming out here to mm. Phoenix has just changed. Yeah. You know, Yesterday yeah. was crazy weather last night. It was yeah, awesome. It was a lot of wind, a lot of yeah. rain. I think it's pouring right now, probably. Probably. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I jumped in the pool though. It was raining. I was like, I'm, "Oh, sweet!" Yeah, I had like a whole moment. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, "This is my rebirth." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jumped in the holy water. Came back. I'm holy pool now water. In this <laughs> holy spirit right here. I use that joke all the time when, like, we'll be at our friend's house in the pool, and it'll start raining, and I get out of the pool, and my wife's like, "What are you doing? I don't want to get wet." I don't. <laughs> oh, She's just like, "Oh, that's a dad joke." Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's like, "Yeah." yep yeah you're used to those dad jokes yeah (laughs) every day (laughs) every day (laughs) yep Mm, yeah Yeah. but also all of them have been very genuine sincere caring people like they actually care about helping you yep some of the people in fitness just care about taking your money right Mm -hmm. and that's the reason why i teach you guys on thursdays 
don't go after the money. Go mm-hmm. after taking care of people because you're going to be more successful and the money is going to come with it. Mm-hmm. But if you focus on the money, you're going to either one, burn out too quick because you're trying to make more money than you're probably going to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you just, that was you don't yesterday. really take care I of I need the to make this much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's like you said the other day though, like, don't, don't try to make yourself seem desperate when you're trying to get right. clients. Yeah. 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 And it was good. We had Jason, you know, th- that came into the class. We had him on the podcast and we were talking about it. Like you can, you find those customers that you can go to and say, Hey, I'm having a little bit of rough time. Can I sell you three months you know, worth of personal training because I need a little bit more cash flow. Mm-hmm. And those, you find some of those that are really good customers that go, yes, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then you go, you have other customers and you need to know who those are that you go to and say, hey, can I sell you a three-month package because I'm having a little bit of a cash flow issue? And they mm-hmm. go, yeah, but how about for the price of a month and a half? Yeah, that you will know. depend on the relationship you have with right. them. Like once you've built that rapport for sure. Yeah, that's what Jason was saying. He has some that have been with him for, you know, 20 years or whatever. And yeah. and uh, and he can really trust them to have his back when he has, you know, gets into a situation like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I love it when it gets to that point where it's like those are your friends, too. Um, that, that was my problem, though. I went <laughs> when I got too comfortable, I got too comfortable and I was like, all right, these are my friends. Like I would spend too much time like talking rather than spending time like mm-hmm. guiding them and yep. helping them understand this is why you are doing this movement and um, making sure I keep that professionalism, too. But it's like you have to have to understand your place. There's a balance there. Yeah, I mean, um I've made incredible friendships as as a coach, and I still talk to, I still do online training with with a lot of them. But we, they absolutely become friends, mm-hmm. and to the point where you know, um, you might be watching their dogs, or they might watch yours. When I had my daughter, uh, I had clients that would come over, and um, they'd watch her while my wife and I went out. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, they they would just volunteer. Hey, if you ever need any time out, I understand how it is to be a new parent. Let me know. I'll come over and, and watch your daughter. I'm like, right. are you serious? You do that? Mm-hmm. And, and they did. There was two or three of my clients that did that. And uh, I trusted them. I'd been with them for a long time. I'm like, oh, yeah, you totally got this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have no problem with you coming That's to our cool. house and watching our kid. So you build these these friendships. But also to what you were saying, there is that, you know, okay, we're here to work now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about your weekend. We, we yeah. can do it anytime. We're friends. But during this hour, you know, we're going to work. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really cool that the people you meet in this industry, the friends that you Seriously, make, it's uh-huh. it's it's awesome. I, I've met, and you could say the same thing. I'm sure some some amazing people in this industry, including the people that that come to 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 the school to to present to you guys, like Jason. Jason's awesome. Renee, mm-hmm. Luis, Joey, um, Sky. Yep. And it's kind Love of funny her. when I mentioned you were like the the first week that you you started uh this 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 term that we're in right now. You were mentioning there were some things wrong with you, and I'm like, she's talking like NKT stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I asked you, I'm like, do you know a Sky? Uh huh. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, no way. I knew it. Uh, that that talk you knew is Sky already. Familiar. Yeah, she'd I, already yeah. worked with her. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So she already knew what to expect, but nobody else did. And and for me, it's always fun to bring her in. Usually like week six or seven, where people kind of understand, you know, neuromuscular connection and muscles and and what they do and how they work and all that sort of thing. Because if it's too early. It's going to go over everybody's head. Like, I don't know what's going on right, right now. Mm-hmm. But just to see everybody get on that table 
and then get up and go, what did you just do? Yep. Yeah. It was awesome. That's one of my, she's my favorite, one of my favorite guest speakers just because of, you know, people's eyes after they've gotten up a table and they've had pain forever and now it's gone. So, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, there is one of, uh, a girl from the night class um, who, oh, when we had the class and we had to integrate the night class and the morning class mm-hmm. and she got her squat fixed. Yep. And now she can just squat like nothing. Yeah. That is, Sky is a wizard. She is. A wizard. I want to learn that too, the neurokinetic yeah. therapy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly, um, what you would, how you would phrase it in a sentence, what exactly it does. But to me, the, the understanding is that it, rewires your brain like your motor neurons motor to control center yeah 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 yep. uh-huh. yeah through muscle testing she she has a much better way of of uh describing what she does yeah we don't have that audio play no <laughs> yeah. oh i know right <laughs> yeah if you're interested go back to that podcast with guy on there and she'll say yeah. it in a way that's way better to to describe it than than me so we even had that discussion. I'm like, this is how I say it. How do you say it? I'm like, I'm doing right. that for Oh, you guys have that discussion. Yeah. That's on the podcast, yeah. Like, how do you describe what you do? That's you awesome. You know, and what is it? Yeah. So. Yeah, and I wouldn't have met her if I didn't um, have a connection connect me to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's what the beauty of being in this fitness industry is about, too. It's you're taking care of everyone and everyone. I mean, it should be... We, it should continue to be like that, where everyone takes care of everyone, because it's a really, it's a really like spiritual type of realm of. And not look at everybody like competition. Yeah. Look at everybody as a, a way to network and. Yep. And send people to the specialization people that specialize in that certain area. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not try to handle a situation that you know you can't. Right. Yeah, that's for your own benefit. That's one of the things that separates a good coach from a bad coach. Mm -hmm. Um, A good coach is going to go, this is out of my wheelhouse, but I know somebody that can help you more than me. Mm -hmm. Um, Other people are going to go, no, I'm going to lose this this potential paycheck. Right. You know, they're focusing on the money again. And then they don't help help that client out at all. Yep. And that Mm -hmm. client just wasted money. But, you know, you lack integrity and you're going to try to do it yourself when you know you you can't. And now that person wasted money, didn't, didn't move an inch closer to their goals. And now they quit you. Because mm-hmm. that's more more likely what's going to happen. So, that's that's the importance of networking and having these people to send to. I think one of the greatest things we can do as coaches is is network with those people like chiropractors, like acupunct- acupuncturists, uh, um, licensed uh, massage therapists. Mm-hmm. Because we can't do that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we, myofascial release, yeah, but not not to that. We can't do LMT stuff. So have an LMT. Say hey. Yeah, you're feeling tight. You need a massage. I know somebody. Send them to that person. And what happens right. is that person uh, has a client that talked about wanting a, a fitness coach, and then they send them to you. So now you start to build your, your network within an area, you know, like Phoenix Metro or maybe just in Gilbert or Mesa. Build it there. Mm-hmm. So you, you create feeders by, by having professionals at your side to where you can help your clients more. Right. Yeah. And it may take you sending someone to them first. Before they send someone to you. Well, of course, somebody's going to have to to initiate. Right. You know, but. Once you send somebody to them, they're like, oh, well, they're actually doing it. So, okay, I'm going to send somebody to them. Right. It's assumed without even having to talk about, you know, hey, let's create the symbiotic relationship. I'll send you somebody if you send me something. It's just like, hey, I'm looking to build a team. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't do, if I I have somebody who, who needs to do some, you know, some acupuncture or or chiropractic 
stuff, then I've got somebody to send them to, and I trust you. So I say, you know, reach out to these people, have a conversation, get a cup of coffee, you know, earn each other's trust, mm-hmm. talk about what you got, what you do individually with your practice, and then from there decide if you want to feed each other. But I think it's uh, the easiest way to grow your business. It's It works. 100% of the time it works, but people are afraid to take that effort to, to reach out to, to people. Yeah, well, I feel like COVID made people scared of other That's people, true. too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so do you have a social media or something you want, want us to plug? And Yes. Little Goblin Lips. I don't know. Could we'll, pull it, we'll put it on the video. Put that somewhere. Yeah. Oh, pull up. Yeah. Pull up Janice's picture for competition days. <laughs> and yeah. we can, we'll put it on the video, too, because it's a... Uh, Actually, I just got my stage shots, too. I don't know. How would we... You can send those to us, and we'll put them up. Okay. Those are the ones Maybe that Gracie, right Gracie was showing me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now you can send them to us after the podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we'll put, them, we'll put them up on the thing. Mm, I do have to use the restroom. Is that cool if I go use the restroom? We're, we're, al- we're almost done. So. Oh, so no. That's a no. Hold <laughs> it. Hold it. Yeah. <laughs> you can pull it up there. There you go. Yep, couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of dedication. Was that, when was that during your, your, was this that like before was, your first competition? Was, was this in between? No, this was m- before my most recent show, which was last August. Okay. Um, I love her. I look at her. <laughs> I love her. Because even when you're in those in those phases, you do not appreciate your body or your work ethic in those moments, um, because you're so focused on I need to be shredded. I need yeah. to look like this. So you're never able to pause. Oops. And Gracie knows what I'm talking about. I feel like she does not. Like she does. Like you don't get to appreciate what you're looking like yeah because you're so focused on that end goal right um but i love her nice (laughs) (laughs) you should that's you i know (laughs) (laughs) cool Uh, yeah yeah well who's your who's your perfect client real quick before we we wrap this up um my perfect client who do you want to work with who do you work with (sighs) i would say Anyone that is willing to, uh, I guess, take control of their life and understand that they have the power to do so. Um, Someone who's coachable, uh, but also is not going to completely depend on me in the sense of like knowing their own body and what they're feeling. So having that self-awareness or even if I can help them build that self-awareness that be nice too but to someone who's open open-minded cool yeah but wants to better themselves awesome that's yeah. what that's what we do we help people better themselves yep well, it was great to have you this Thank was a lot too. of fun i learned a lot about uh competition i learned that i'm still never gonna do it <laughs> so you've been reinforced <laughs> even more uh, so yep so yeah no no speedos for me no i couldn't no. do that no ah. you should <laughs> <laughs> all right cool well, this is fun. Yeah, yeah thank you for, for having, coming. Thanks for having me. Sorry I was late. Oh, <laughs> you late? Never. 
<laughs> I was thinking about that yesterday. I was thinking about how you said 11 and I even hesitated. I was like, I need to prove him wrong. But I was like, nah, 11. Yeah. But then you didn't up. you didn't disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, Thanks. Later. Uh,